The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the RageWorks brand, including the RageWorks podcast network, RageWorks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. This is your girl's favorite referee, Angel Cruz. When I'm listening to my podcast, I need a podcast that's going to call it just like I call my matches. Right down the middle, take no sides. That's why I like to listen to Turnbuckle Tabloid with Jay Santy. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Lift off. What's going on, everybody? Tony G here, better known to the world as Josie's boy, aka your girl's favorite artist. And today I'm here to tell you about my company, Painting in Blue. Painting in Blue is a creative house established in 2017, and we specialize in handmade custom leather goods. We coined the term luxury minimalism because we believe even in your everyday life, no matter how much running around you have to do, you can still stand out and be fly. We create everything from luxury handbags to wallets and some of the best leathers you can find that you would love to carry on a day-to-day basis. So if you believe in looking fly while you handle your business while pushing fashion forward, make sure you guys go to paintedinblue.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at underscore painted in blue on Instagram and on Facebook at painted in blue. What's good, y'all? It's Mark Baze. That's M-A-R-C-B-A-Z-E. Can't forget the hyphen. Make sure y'all check out my latest project, Marco713, on all streaming platforms. Wherever you get your music, you know where to keep it locked. Number one podcast for your wrestling news, your wrestling antics. That's Turnbuckle Tabloid. Yeah. It's Wrestling Rundown with Jay Santi. This is the first one on TikTok, guys. Turnbuckle Tabloid, long-running wrestling shows. Matter of fact, for you guys who aren't in the know, we've been doing this for six years, going on seven, and the train ain't going to stop anytime soon, ladies and gentlemen. This is longest-running non-sponsored show ever done. I, I honestly have to say that. Uh, 
Gotta do it for the love, baby. For the love of pro wrestling and for the love of the people. And when you got a smooth and sexy voice like I do, what better way to do than to share it with the masses in the universe? So, guys, this week, we're doing Wrestling Rundown. Uh, Wrestling Rundown is a segment on the show in which we here on the show discuss the wrestling news, our thoughts and opinions of what's been going down and what's been happening. And um, just give a brief synopsis of what's uh, in the, the roving tabloid uh, fodder for the past weeks or so. So with that being said, I am the Norm McDonald of this segment, and this is your Wrestling Rundown's Weekend Update. So uh, this is from a couple of weeks ago because usually we try to do wrestling rundown in a, in a weekly matter, but uh, there's been a lot of news has been piling up. So congratulations to CM Punk and AEW. The parties have basically come to a an agreement that there will be no legal action as their separation has occurred. Both parties have agreed that um, they could go separate ways without having any legalities involved. Good to them and uh, good for the possibilities that can occur from here. We also can see that there is more to come from this. So um, let's see what happens, right, guys? The XFL and the USFL merging. Why is this on a wrestling show? Well, do you not know who is an owner of an XFL? The man known as Dwayne The Rock Johnson. For you guys who don't know what the XFL and the USFL is, is basically the minor leagues of the NFL, per se, but not officially. But there has been some talks in which the NFL has been looking more into the fact of bringing them in as a minor league ball club. And now with these two different leagues merging, it could be something grandiose for uh, all. Each team probably has maybe, I think, for the most, I think it's like uh, eight to 12 teams. With the merging, it will bring about 20 to 24 teams. And uh, this will be done after the... Um, Super Bowl. So we shall see. This could be something lucrative for everyone involved and everyone in the for the love of football and the love of Dwayne Rob Johnson. There's rumors going around that there's a possible return of Randy Orton. Randy's been out for quite some time due to injury and some are speculating that his return is eminent. I have to say that I'm a big fan of Randy. I've been a fan of Randy for years. I even marked out when he came back after his, his injury and came out with the tattoos. And I, Boy, you better work that shit. You looking all good with your tats and stuff. But I was just a, a big, big fan of, of Randy and now to see that he possibly makes his return is going to be something pleasant shout out to the boy painted in blue my boy Jersey boy popping in on the live stream was good my guy um yeah I'm taking advantage of the the live stream I got the whole 
setup going on over here, boy. So I'm um I'm getting in the mix. I'm I'm I'm, I'm with it. I'm with a whole set. I gotta send you pics of the whole new setup now. I got I got a whole thing going on over here, boy. Thank you, thank you for the good looks. Thank you. Uh, shout out to the boy and his family out there doing doing it up. Big wrestling fan and look and look looking for one of our sponsors out there, man. Uh, painted in blue guys out there doing a the thing out there doing big things. Ch- check out his artwork. Check out his 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 um his bags and such. He's doing big things out there and painted in blue. Subscribe to the guy. Feel the vibe from him. So yeah, big Randy guy, and I'm hoping that he comes. And I'm, I have to say that. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be sad that many of you are not gonna have the RK Bro tandem, but yeah, he'll be all right. Don't worry about it. So there's been discussions about AEW and their low ticket sales. For me, um, I've been saying it for the longest that this was going to occur. I've been saying for a while that. Uh, as much as people want to believe, and I'm going to have a, a conversation about this later on as well, but there's been some discussions and some talk that for the longest time that um, AEW is on a decline and it's on a decline because of the fact that they have a niche audience. They have their particular individuals in which they are catering to. Uh, whether that's a good or a bad thing, that's on the beholder of the wrestling fan. For me, I look at it as something in which that you are, I would think that you would broaden the horizons, but I believe that um, if that's what they're comfortable with and that's what they want to do, then more power to them. Um, not, not not a hater uh, at all. I I I don't like a lot of their practices, which I go in depth on the show every week with, but. There's also the instances of what are you gravitating to? What are you going to grab onto? What is it that you want to do with your company? And right now, the States is showing it. You're not um, pushing the product that you should be pushing. You started off so hot in the first two and a half to three years. You were selling out venues. You you were pushing the 20,000, especially when you um, were able to grab top-notch stars and especially uh, the likes of CM Punk and such like that. You guys were able to do big things but now it looks like the only place that you can sell tickets at is overseas and maybe internally we need to figure out the reason for that um there's there's been a big signing that occurred recently which we'll talk about later on on the main event but as from now i don't know guys we really gotta you really gotta think about how we're gonna boost them sales Speaking of overseas and sales, Elimination Chamber will be in Australia. WWE has announced that they're going far, far, far overseas. You thought, you know, starting a show at 12 in the afternoon was something special. Wait till you see when you got to start a show at 8 in the morning. Australia is far, far. I mean, like, ridiculously far, far. So, we... We might have to um, we, we we might have to like set our alarms that day for the elimination chamber. I'm kind of intrigued by this and interested by uh, what this um, PLE has in store. This will be in February of 2024, so we shall see. 
Congratulations to Hulk Hogan getting married. Next. <laughs> uh, big news if you guys haven't heard about it right now. Uh, like I said, a lot of this stuff is, is, a couple of, is a week or two old. I'm just catching up on it so you give you guys my thoughts about it. So in any case, uh, SmackDown uh, will be swallowed up by the USA Network. It seems as though that once their contract is done with Fox, um, SmackDown will be on the USA Network, which I kind of believe that was going to happen with Comcast being such a big um, supporter of WWE for many, many years. I actually thought that they were going to be the ones to buy the company, but it seems like though that their money wasn't big enough, so Endeavor took it in. Now the question is, what will happen with Raw and NXT? Especially now that NXT is now has been on an upswing. It looks as though that both these shows are going to be looking for a new home, or if not, they may, um, I don't know, find 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 a place somewhere else on other Comcast networks, maybe on Bravo or something like that. So, um, it'll be interesting to see how this will play out. Uh man, AEW botches. I I heard this. Uh, this is this is a this is a uh Twitter site or X site, whatever you they call it. Um, AEW botches was a site that basically just captured all the mistakes of AEW's wrestling, which I didn't think would be a problem, but apparently they're sycophant fans who basically have no life. Just took it to another level. Um, the runner of said Twitter account, X account, whatever you want to call it, has uh, deleted the account, stating that he's been got he's been getting doxxed and was being threatened not only by uh, the fandom but also to him. His threats were being aimed at him, but also to his family and his children, which is utterly ridiculous. But it's not that serious, fam. Honestly, it's really not that serious. Well, 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 a friend of ours to the show. Sammy Callahan has a uh, yeah seems as though that um Sammy Callahan is a free agent now and uh he's a friend of ours because he actually took our um our hand pup our hand puppet known as Kuge Monster long story during a pay-per-view event which joined um House of Glory and Impact and he took our puppet and kicked it into the crowd Kuge Monster was in the recovery for about six weeks, but he recovered. He recovered. In any case, Sammy Callahan is a free agent now, and most likely Sammy will be going to AEW. Makes a lot of sense, especially if Sammy could join up with a friend of his known as John Moxley, which would be fun. That old AEW roster oof, just seems to be getting inflated and inflated. Huh? Embrace all those indie companies. Ah, Rick Boogs. Rick Boogs, you know, Mr. Um, Nakamura sidekick, guitar guy, basically had some choice words to say about his release with WWE. He believed that his, his release was due to some politics as well as to some um, 
shenanigans going on with uh, Vince being released. And um, there was a comment that supposedly been made uh, this past week in which he discussed uh, wrestling when WWE and such like that. But it, it, from what I took from it, it wasn't a slam at WWE. It was actually a um, slam at amateur wrestling. It was that and close that uh, he felt like it was a waste of time and such like that. But many people construed that to be his thoughts about WWE, but I don't see that being the case. But um, yeah, Boogs, yeah, he's a body guy. And, and I believe that Vince being a body guy would have shot him to the moon, especially him being the kind of guy that was being used for commercials and such. I believe that he might have had something going on, but yet he was also one of those guys that needed to be left in the oven for a little bit longer to see how it works. But if Vince was the guy that was going to be able to do that, then I can see where his frustrations came from. But he also, he suffered a uh, an immense injury at last year's WrestleMania, which hindered that progress. So, yeah, I can see his frustrations, but also, come on, guy. Speaking of CM Punk, where is the CM Punk story? I'm waiting. I mean... We all been hearing these stories, and I, I continue to talk to CM Punk story with people. And um, just a quick note: I, I have a, a great interview later on in this episode, guys. Make sure you download, subscribe to Turnbuckle Tabloid on every podcasting outlet, every facet. And now, as you can see, now we're going to be on TikTok a little bit more. And um, make sure you check us out on all podcasting outlets: iHeart, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you can find a podcast. Turnbuckle Tabloid is mostly available there on audio. Well, we do videos from here to uh, here and there, but most likely, um, if you want to hear this, it'll be on the podcasting outlets. So, in any case, uh, we have a, a great conversation um, later on in the show in which we discuss the CM Punk stuff. But the big thing is, where's his story? Because I know that he's got shit to say, and I kind of believe that he's um he's holding back a little bit, and I'm. I believe it might be because of a certain possibility of him popping up somewhere. Maybe, maybe not. We shall see. Congratulations to Eddie Kingston, our New York bred NYC Yonkers boy. On his four-year deal signed with AEW as well as his championship win at um, a Grand Slam. It was a it was a it was a New York City moment to see Eddie finally capture that Ring of Honor championship and um, Eddie man Eddie Eddie's a high standard for for us in the New York City area especially for indie guys who who love the business and stuff like that Eddie is that guy that basically um, alongside with guys like Homicide Amazing Red and and the like low key New York go New York guys who was able to break through and 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 the late nineties, early two thousands to show and prove that even years later you can still get it. And um sure enough, Eddie did it, man. Congratulations to Eddie Kingston for not only his new contract, but also his championship. Ah uh, yes, before I even get to that, there's a couple of things I want to uh, go to. Um Serena Deeb is um dealing with possible some heat. Serena Deeb hasn't been on television since last year. Probably one of the best technical 
prolific female wrestlers in the game you don't have on TV. It was one point in her, maybe she had suffered an injury, but right now it seems as though that she's on the shelf and everybody's questioning why. She did have issues with 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 agents and producers with television time. Also, the, uh, the the agents cutting her wrestling time short. There's been you know discussions that she was supposed she would have a scheduled 12 minute match and it would be bumped down to a six minute match and yeah, it that it, that's something that can be frustrating with a wrestler, especially one of her her likes. I think that um it's not um it's not one of those situations in which that cannot be fixed, but I also believe that you know the AEW model that they had uh blueprinted early on when they started the company has shied away from that. Oh whew. Some time back, so I, I think this whole um, love of indie wrestling kind of thing has shown and proved that yeah, we need to stack our roster with other things, and I think maybe that Serena Deeb has been caught up in that wave as well. Kayfabe, you know, a lot of a lot of the marks love using wrestling terminologies. Well, it seems as though that Merriam-Webster's dictionary is also a mark for themselves that they use the word kayfabe. It's now in their dictionary. In their dictionary. Congratulations to wrestling for um, getting that word in there. Kayfabe, a um, terminology used to uh, show that uh, to, to detail and describe the non-real aspect of wrestling, showing the, the, the falsities of wrestling. Well, basically. Still shining through to sell to basically sell the story gimmick wise has now made his ways to uh, Miriam's Webster's Dictionary. Congratulations to wrestling! Seems as though Mustafa Ali was to win the North American Championship until his release. Who the hell? Who was responsible for that? I know Shawn Michaels wasn't happy about this, and I know many other individuals in the back were not pleased with this release as well. I got a, I got a strong feeling that um, Mustafa will be making his way back to WWE soon. Yeah, I think he was a well-liked guy in the business. I think they're gonna allow him to get his feet wet, some you know, in the indies a little bit. But I have a really good feeling that they have plans to bring him back, and I think they're gonna bring him back with. Um, some type of veracity. I think it's a it's a good look. Before we get to the main event, we'll discuss the signing of Jade Cargill to WWE. I know this is a big, big news story for many of the uh, dirt sheets and such. And for those who don't know who are not keen to what goes on at the at that Turnbuckle tabloid. I was not a big fan of Jay Cargill and AEW. Why? Uh, she has the look, definitely has the, the the personality, possible charisma out there to to gravitate. But I think they put her on a rocket too fast, and her ring work never really shined through. Um, I believe that with her getting proper training, she could actually progress to be 
a huge star. She's still, she's a young woman. And like I said, with the look and the proper training she can do. And I know a lot of people were saying, well, you know, um, Brian Danielson was training her, but it's not easy for a active wrestler to be training a wrestler that active wrestler still has to worry about themselves. And I know Regal was part of that as well, but you also got to take in consideration that, you know, there's, there's so much that has to be done with nurturing and growing a, a talent or an athletic individual like Jade Cargill. You got to figure out what kind of wrestler she's going to be, who, uh, who she will be as a person. And I don't think that she was able to, Grow that there in AEW, which to me made her look bad. Aesthetically, she looked great, but in the ring, I thought she needed a lot of work and it showed, you know, you couldn't put her in anything more than an eight minute match because it'll show her flaws. And it's many times that you got to put a wrestler in the ring with somebody that's not going to uh, reveal their faults, their faults. And, and many times we saw that, but you know, we shall see what's going to happen with with her and WWE. I'm not going to sit there and say that I'm jumping on the the Jade band uh, the the bandwagon for Jade, but I'm you know knowing what they can do with WWE, especially if they're going to be invested in in a talent like that and make it a big deal. I believe they're going to really um, go full throttle with a progression. So we shall see. We'll actually do a conversation about that next episode to see. You know what? 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 Other people's thoughts about the signing of Jade and what could happen. And finally, I just finished watching it as well. Watching AEW Dynamite and uh, saw the Dynamite debut of Edge. I watched the um, Wrestle Dream pay per view, in which I mean. Who didn't know that he was going to pop up? I, I it, it seeing Christian Cage and Darby closing the show, I was like, okay, that's just going to pop up. But um, when he did pop up at Wrestle Dream, you knew it was going to happen, but you also still had that moment of like, wow, this is happening. For me, I took it as, yeah, this is weird. Like, it's just weird. Not sure whether how I can take this. The reason being is because we've seen him on WWE so long, so much. It's like it. It, it, it just didn't. It, it felt like when you put on your shoes backwards, and you realize you're like, oh. That's not supposed to be like that. Or you put on your underwear the wrong way, and and for guys, the slot, you know, the slit is in the back, and you're like, oh, oh, that's not supposed to be that. It was that kind of weird feeling of seeing him there, uh, watching him there on Dynamite. I um, I I was I was open to hearing what he has to say and what he was doing. He he cut a um a, a very Short but um, distinct and clear promo and reasoning of why he's in AEW and um, 
I thought that it made it made sense for this to occur. Uh, I'm not one like everybody else who are feeling as though that they're being betrayed by Edge. Not betrayed. Guys got to make money. The guys want. The guy wants to. You know, still be in the business, do some work, and you know, he and WWE couldn't make a agreement. And I really believe that he might have had his time run out at this company. It just happens. WWE, they sometimes know when for that moment the time is done, and we we saw what Vince did earlier where he flooded the market with a lot of the WWE talent and a lot of them went to AW and we're seeing what was the aftermath of that a lot of that talent may not be um pleased of what's what what's happening with their run in said companies and such um just like the recent releases you know that you know, hopefully that after the 90 days you see some pop-ups that occur and impact and um and AEW and the indies and such like that. You you're hoping to see a ring of honor that such a you know such such talents can make their way. But when you get someone of a level like Edge, you're sitting back and you know you can't be angry about it. He, uh, he made it he, he made it clear you know if this is going to be his last run. Sucks that his last run is going to be in another company, but why not do it with, you know, his, his best friend, his, his brother, as they say, and make the money. Tony's going to throw in the money. I just felt as though with uh, Tony Khan promoting this new era that was going to happen in Wrestle Dream, which turned out to be the rated R era, I'm still like, I don't know. I think that kind of fell a little flat, man. Especially with, you know, the 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 I don't know. It, it, the the debut just seemed a little off to me. I I wasn't a big fan of how they had him close out the main event. Um, I thought I thought he should have had gotten a debut like a CM Punk kind of debut. But um we shall see, man. And I guess if all you fans out there or supposedly fans who are hating on the fact that he's in AEW, dude, like honestly, I guess for me it's just, you know, it's a little awkward, but you know, it's something you'll get used to. You, you'll, you know, he's gonna be there, and I think in time you'll just realize that with a lot of the, you know, he spoke about the possible taxi matches or or dream matches or or um, return matches that he could have there on that show. It, it makes a lot of sense. He, you know, he's 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 older now, you know, breaking into his fifties and such like that, and this is gonna be his time to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out. You know, he's already a Hall of Famer, WWE. He's he's made his mark there. And, of course, he's going to make his way back. Maybe later on he'll do the Stone Cold shit or whatever. But, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that, guys, to business. And it's good to see that, you know, as much... Shit, I could give both companies or whatever. It's good to see that the comp that the, the the 
the flow of wrestling stars can go from company to company could occur. And this should be a, a, a good thing for everybody. MJF said it best. We sit there and we, you know, in the back, we support each other. I'm not going to sit there and, and, and be mad at somebody else. This is the reason why, you know, they watch other companies. They watch other promotions. I believe there's a reason why Jake Cargill got signed to WWE. Somebody spoke to somebody and say, yo, her contract's coming up. You better get a, you better get a look at her. And this is what happened. And I think the same thing happened with, with edge, you know, Christian Cage says, yeah, his contract is coming up. You might as well, you, you might, you might, you might want to grab, grab him up. And this is what happened. So I, I, I think that yeah, guys lighten up when it comes to the whole bashing of edge and betrayal and fucking betrayal. It's about getting money. And that's all it's about. Get that money, get that bag. And sure enough, edge went and got that bag and he's able to, you know, get some money and not have to bust his ass and, and, Throw his body around, which although I was not happy with the fact that he was doing spears on the plank woods on the yeah yeah we gotta we gotta watch that shit. But other than that, uh, we got much more to talk about, guys. Don't gonna wear for you guys who are watching on our live stream. Thank you for being part. Shout out to all you guys, and believe me, much much more to have to happen. This was a late night creep here on. Uh, Turnbuckle Tablet on TikTok because you know I'm just testing the audio out to see how everything was running and so far so good seems as though everything is running smoothly on this and then next time you guys can call in have a couple of um couple of uh, uh, questions asked or questions answered and we could do it there as well but other than that like I said make sure you download subscribe be a part of the vibe of Turnbuckle Tablet on all podcasting outlets check us out on YouTube check us out on on now TikTok, Instagram, and wherever you have us on social media and as well as on podcasting outlets. So guys, for you guys on the podcast, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We have much to talk about. See you guys in a sec. And thank you guys on TikTok. This is comedian Kyle Lewis, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. So there's big rumblings happening in the past week of wrestling, and some may say was warranted, and some may say it's like, what the fuck? And I think um, M2Wink and myself are probably on the same spectrum of like, what the fuck? Fuck, like, yo, yeah, it's been crazy this week. Let me tell you, I am... Where do we begin? Uh, I, I'll go quickly with the um, but what I still chase in the um the spectrum of news stories, and I I spoke about it earlier in the podcast where I said, where is the CM Punk stories? Where is the 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 CM Punk side of the story? Where is the all in CM Punk side of the stories? What's happening with that? Um, can somebody? Tell me what's going on. <laughs> Man, he, Punk's just quiet. He don't care. And they can, apparently they can talk all they want. Punk don't give a damn. Punk knows if if the real ones know, the real ones know. They're children. So they speak for himself. Isn't they just go on Instagram and complain about being called the cancer? <sighs> I don't know. You know why? Because when he was released from WWE, or he left, or whatever you know, whatever have you, as he, his departure, 
he easily went to Colt Cabana's podcast and explained the problems that he had there for some time. And he aired out the grievances and stuff like that, right? Uh, talk about that the docs that's didn't he, treat him right. So that's what you're waiting on. Yeah, yeah. And he was easy to do that. And he walked away. And granted, we didn't hear from him for uh, six years and such, right? And uh, six or seven years and such, right? So with that, at least I could say, he walked away and was like, fuck this business. I'm good with it. Let me let me do other shit, right? Now, with this circumstance where, I don't know, would Punk have that same kind of mentality of, yeah, I, I don't give a fuck about this business anymore. I'm not going to do this shit anymore. But yet, we haven't heard from him. So what's that about? Is there a possibility that punk might not be done with wrestling and he's keeping his mouth shut until the time is right or maybe maybe (laughs) (laughs) oh sorry you seem to be having some allergies what was it that you said it was Survivor Series, something like that. It sounds like you, um... <laughs> Chicago. Uh, oh, oh, Survivor Series is in, in Chicago. Oh, oh. Or maybe, just maybe, that um, just as they did with the Cody episode of um, the Peacock uh, um, um, special that they had, that maybe Punk might save that for where the real money's at? Mm. Mm. When Cody came into WWE, who called him out? Who called him out? Seth Rollins, right? Right. So why is Seth Rollins all of a sudden the best in the world? Ooh. And then uh, Michael Cole made a mention of... um, a CM Punk reference this past Monday Night Raw, so Ooh. gingerbread little what do we call it? Little little um um little seedlings being planted. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is this is just wishful thinking for me. Wishful thinking. Me too, me too. We nothing's concrete. Nothing's concrete. But I still sit here and say yeah, there's something going on here. He did make a mention to say he can't say much. Uh, he's out of he's out of work uh, until two months from now at a at a recent uh, MMA event. So I don't know. Like I said, I told people before, he has a really good relationship with Endeavor, and he's spoken to Triple H recently. And I think there could be bygones be bygones. And the one thing that WWE doesn't give a fuck about is burnt bridges because it's all about the money. Do, do you think, and I, let me ask you, Ultimate em, Warrior. Let me ask, all the thing. That's all course. I got to say. But let me ask you, M. Who do you think will jump to the front of the line if it comes to merchandise with CM Punk's return? CM Punk Punk already outsold Cena and his prime (laughs) when he became when he was a babyface. It's only a matter of time before those punk shirts go flying if he ever goes to WWE. And we all know WWE makes surpassing Roman Reigns. 
He's surpassing L.A. Knight. He's surpassing the Usos. Everybody is Cody's Cody stuff. Everybody's about to be in CM Punk gear. All the shirt has not to, already. All the shirt has to say on it in the front with the you know with the blue top, white shirt, uh, um, blue um, armbands, and a Chicago flag. All it has to say is "I'm back," and that shit would fucking sell ridiculously. Over with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, would it be a nail in the coffin for? Um, AEW's um future. Not to say that they'll be a dead company, but would we possibly see them go the way of TNA Impact of that kind of magnitude? We are you saying we've seen the end of their credibility? Um, I think what's happening now is be real. Be real. Edge going to AEW was nice, but. What is popping in AEW compared to WWE? To be real, um, their world champion just defended tag team title, secondary right. tag team title. Right. I'm I'm more with the understanding of um <sighs> that the edge grab was. Nice grab. It was. It was. It was a. It was a nice grab. But absolutely, I, 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 and I get why it was done on both parties. But there's just this feeling from me where it's like, um, what happened to the? We're gonna grow the. We're gonna grow the indie. Uh, um, the indie roster, and make this the a, the the the, the flagship, right? And now There's all of a sudden we're just we're just picking up WWE scraps. Yeah, yep. There's the complaint. Like, we're, uh, so now we're TNA again, I guess. Right, picking up every ex WWE guy. Right. Um, and I understand that argument too because there is some talent out there they could elevate, but. You gotta, but the only reason I say go for it the way they're doing it is because look who books. You think Tony can originally build anybody? You know how he, who he originally built? Action Andretti. How's he doing? Who? Action Andretti. Who? <laughs> exactly. Mm. The mm. only success that Tony Khan has built is Orange fucking Cassidy. And because he was a mark for him. That's why, because he was a mark for him. And granted, with so much talent that they have there, they have yet to put together something that says, hey, let's elevate this. There's there's been so much uh, debate about how WWE doesn't know how to create talent and progress talent on their own. Uh, I think they... I mean, um, I'll give two examples. I say uh, Roman Reigns and Bianca Belair. They're 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 their homegrown talent. Charlotte was their homegrown talent, right? Um, yep. Bailey, uh, uh, um, Monet, Cena was their homegrown talent. Edge, who just went to AEW, was their homegrown talent. Edge, right? Yeah. So 
They, you know, Stone Cold, because they're going to be like, oh, oh, Stunning Steve Austin. Nobody knew who Stunning was compared <laughs> to Stone Cold. No, yeah, no, like, that's bro. not true. Stunning was actually a... Uh, 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 bro, come on. He 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 made a name for himself in WCW. So you y'all are superstar Steve Austin. Come on. The the one Who thing remembers that the one thing that that was different than what um from that was what Heyman gave him before he ever went to WWE, which was he gave him a mic, and that's what it was. Once WWE realized that the guy could really talk and do something. That's when it was like, okay, it took a minute, but it happened. But still, home growth stalls. The yeah, Rock, that ringmaster shit was egregious. Yeah, The Rock, Kurt Angle, oh, The Rock, yeah, Kurt, Kurt Angle, home growth stalls. Kurt Angle. Uh, but Randy, Randy Orton, Randy Orton. Look at that, you know. But everything is, what have you done for me lately? And even still, it's like, um, okay, but holy crap, it's, it's Wait, not Cody Rhodes. Uh, Cody was an original in WWE, and you can exactly. never you can never tell me that dashing Cody Rhodes and, and uh, the legacy Cody and all that. Hell, even um, the NXT uh, um, tutor to uh, um, Husky Harris wasn't a fun Cody. Like he he had the tools. Granted, they exactly Cody. Like that's been my argument forever since Cody took off the mask with the. Uh undashing shit and undashing Cody Rhodes was a beast to this day. I don't care. Nobody could stop that, man. That Intercontinental Championship would not leave his waist. I love that title reign. But Hell. even when he took off the mask and he was a heel, then he went babyface. That Cody was a world champion. That Hell. Cody was supposed to win that money in the bank, not fucking Damian Cow. I was so ready for them to take off with Cody. Nothing. Look at Drew McIntyre. Same thing. He had the skills. He had the tie. He had the look. He had the apparel. <laughs> He all right. Time out. Time out. Time out. What? Time out. What? Because we got. We got. I got. We got to argue. Why? We got to argue for Drew. Drew uh, McIntyre. Why? Because he came back as be real. He came back as Drew Galloway. Because McIntyre and Galloway are two different people. Whoa, 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 so who he was before? But who he was before Galloway? Absolutely not. But the same thing. They went out there and cut their teeth in the Indies and wherever they went to and came back and was like, home is home. And they came back looking the way they were. None of them sat there and said, fuck WWE. They came back. They True. came back. So with the, you know, the, 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 the edge. Well, excuse me, Adam. Copeland um, jumped. I to, really wanted him to call him Cope so bad. <laughs> but, please just Cope. I don't. I nobody. I I I think that um, name wise uh, and just him being there. I sat there when I I I knew it was gonna happen. I, I was prepared for it to happen. It wasn't like it wasn't. Um, I, I'm gonna be real. I didn't believe the rumors, but no, I, I knew it was. I knew it was gonna happen. I, it's, it's, it's a, it's a gimme. But um, when it did happen, and you saw it happen, like I, I explained earlier in the in the um in the in the episode, I said it kind of felt like I put on my underwear the wrong way. It just looked <laughs> weird. It felt weird. Hearing Adam Copeland, yeah, that's very weird. But 
seeing just him there, it's it is it's weird. It's a it's it didn't a, feel right. You no, know, no. You know, when you see when you see a Moxley or even Brian Danielson or uh 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 uh, uh, uh Keith Lee and all that type, you're like, yeah, hey, okay, you know, you know, they're there. But when you see because him you there, see them on the indies and stuff. Right. And it's like, okay. You never see the edge outside <laughs> Right. And it's like it's like nineteen ninety eight. It's almost like you just put your shoes on backwards and you're like Oh, this doesn't feel right. Oh, they got to change this. I'm saying, I'm not mad at it though. Hell, if if the the, the Khan family threw him a boatload of money, fuck that, take it, take it. I'm not mad at and, it, and, and I don't even think it's that because I think the reason was he wanted to be used a little bit more. And WWE, you know, WWE doesn't like old guys. But and that, he, is, and he was pretty much just going to be a jobber at that point, and so he wanted. I think he wanted more. But M. Who else could he have done business with in WWE at this time? Who else? I think he... he, he that's, a, that's another good point. He had his fill. What, are you going to send him to NXT and have a match with fucking Braun Breaker? Like, what... what and, and Trick yeah, Williams or Carmelo? Like, what What could you have done with him? There was nothing... Uh, uh, wait, 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 wait. Pause. On that, on that, can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. Do you think Trick Williams is good? He's um, that is, and I might, I might, I might get heat for this, but for some reason, when I've been watching his matches, he he kind of reminds me of a late Kofi Kingston, and I don't know if that's that a trouble in paradise kick. That and I actually feel kind of insulted because Kofi was smooth. He's not smooth to me. No, I said late. He's little, late. He's still a little green. Late. That's what I'm saying. Late. So it's like it's not. I I I. I'm thinking that with Trick, there's um, potential, but I think they gave him the belt just so they can progress a storyline with him and Carmelo. That's what it was. Transition. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because right now, I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean, but Trick is a big entrance for me. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that Trick, yeah, that entrance is hard. Right. I haven't seen now. I've, tr- I've tried. I, every time there's a fan favorite, I try to give him a chance. I give him a chance. I think, Trick has to have one good match for me. Right. Nothing to be added to the archives. And also on the mic, this, is, this goes for a lot of the wrestling. I don't like it when they're talking and it sounds like in their head or the script right or whatever, whatever's going on, just to, okay, go out there and sound black. <laughs> yeah. Not about it was yeah. egregious. I wanted to, I wanted to rip my hair out. Every, oh, we bad about it, please. I don't like it when it sounds forced. Like, I like it when it sounds, word sounds natural. And you know, the craziest part is, you know, what always sounds the most black, the Samoans. Yo, definitely. Yo, I'm telling you, I've hung out with them. <laughs> they are the most blackest that I've ever hung out with. Yo, on some G shit, I'm like, yo, you blacker than blacker than blacker than black. <laughs> it's like, yo, and they. That's what I'm saying. Like, Samoa Joe, all them, like, those are brothers. I don't care what nobody says. So, so here's a gimmick that I, I've, um, I've thought about, and I thought it would probably be something that um, 
that could probably be catchy. So let's say, and it, it goes to a black wrestler or a minority wrestler, right? Uh, 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 Spanish, whatever. Right? They come in with wrestling talent, right? And when they come in, they come in with like the worst gear ever. Like they come in with um, just like trunks or pants that have no, yeah, mad generic, like re- really create a wrestler kind of shit, right? And then they progress <laughs> through. And, you know, they get a win here, win there. They go through the storyline. It, give it like a three-year progression, right? That they're working their way through it, right? Like it used to be back in the day. Right. And then, you know, they 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 don't win a championship yet, but they're they're earning you know the money. So the gear changes a little bit here and there. And then, you know, you get to uh uh, uh title contention and your hair, your hair, the raw two thousand six storyline. But I, but when they come in, I want them wearing like a fucking a white a uh, a uh, 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 a tank top with holes in it. Like they they look bad, <laughs> and I want them to progressively start getting money so their gear looks a little different. You know, they don't they they're not wearing boots that got holes in it. Now they're starting to wearing kick pads and. Maybe they're wearing New Balance underneath and they're like some kind of shit like that. Now, hold on, hold on. Didn't they kind of try that in NXT with that big white dude? Yeah, but I want it. I it want was, it. was Hank something. Yeah, was it with him? I gotta look yeah, that he up. Had a, like a he had, he was he, Booker T was always talking about so man we just was he just came here for a fight yeah, but yeah. Uh, we want to see what he can do right and he got like the tank top on with the jeans yeah and I wanted to I, I he wanted was to, actually really good I wanted them to do something with him yeah and I wanted to look like the, the, the progression would be like after like two and a half three years he's, he's you could see that he's building up and now his gear is different he's dressing a little different. His his swag is a little different. He's he's acting a little weirder, not weird, but a little bit more uh, uh, um, um, confident. You can see all that, and then finally we get after that three because I think the fans will rock with that shit instead of coming in with the typical black uh, kind of you know P Diddy look. <laughs> it's like I I, I want to see that no, started please. started from the bottom. Now we're here. I <laughs> want that kind of shit. Oh, we we are we already got that in NXT. You know them big Samoan dudes. What's they call? What are they called from the trenches or something? Mm-hmm. Out the trenches, like it's something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like to see that, but they got uh, they got a little Reggie as their manager. But I want to um want to go back to the Edge thing and um and AEW. So Edge and AEW. Um, like I said, it's 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 still a little bit off putting to me. I I I saw what happened on uh on on dynamite and i i i like that he's smart enough to talk to people in the back to say this is the promo that i want this makes this makes sense i get it i was not happy which we'll, we'll talk about it you know when we, once we do the rundown of wrestle dream but wasn't wasn't really happy about how his presentation happened um uh at the end of wrestle oh, dream yeah his debut came out but for for dynamite um his his um inaugural debut there what's your thoughts about like um is there potential for them to do something with him there or is this just a cash grab 
I think there's potential. I don't think Edge needs cash to be real. I don't think Edge wants cash. But I, I, it's not. It's not. No, I'm not. I'm not have some fun with Christian. I'm not talking about him as a cash grab. That he needs money. Oh. I'm talking about AEW using him as a cash grab. Yes, absolutely. They need all the help they can get. <laughs> they do. They, I'm like, do you know who? Let's talk about Tony's original idea. Ideas again. The fucking Dark Order. Need I say more? He needs the wrestlers that know how to promote themselves. He needs guys like an Edge, like a Samoa Joe, like a Miro, if anything. Like a CM Punk, but he got rid of that. He needs guys with experience. Because the guys that he brought up with him, all the Bucks friends, all the AEW quote-unquote originals, suck. Terribly. The only originals I can think of that are good from AEW are Chris Datlander, MJF. Uh, what's her name? Um, who's my wife off that roster? What is her name? <laughs> Jamie Hayter. I thought you were saying you were going to say Sky Blue. <laughs> Who? Sky Blue. <laughs> okay, Sky Blue is decent. I give her that. She is gorgeous too. But no, nah, like absolutely one hundred percent. Don't mind that motorcycle. Sorry about that. <laughs> but, um, Undertaker and Baron Corbin flying through. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me get an autograph real quick. Uh, oh, she, yeah, you threw me all the way off. I don't know where I was. No, but you, 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 you're talking about uh, how um, uh, the progress, like, like what, what, what's gonna be there for for AEW? Oh, all the original good, good yeah. ones, the originals yeah. from AEW that can actually produce something. I said Chris Statlander, MJF, and Jamie Hayter. Like, who who else can you really think of originally from AEW that produces numbers, has good segments, good in the ring, great matches? Like, really, who? There's not. Because I can't really think of anybody. You can't say Swerve. No, you, but you know what? No. I, I but But he's a WWE guy. He's, he's not an original. That's a he's WWE, a WWE guy. He's, yeah. he's either that or he's Killshot. We knew Killshot before we knew anything. Yeah, he didn't. We, we yeah, we saw him in fucking Lucha, so we already knew that. Um, and and I'm 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 happy that they're giving him a real serious look. That match that he had with um, um and I'm so mad at that match. It was what? so it was so good. Oh, it was, was it though? So perfect. It they was always it was fucking yeah. do it. Yeah, it was so good. It was. He 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 shined. Especially hearing Hangman sucks. No, not, but not. Of course, they were gonna do that because they were in Seattle. But he looked almost. No, that was music. He looked almost perfect there. Almost perfect there. And was, they had overbooked shit. Uh, yeah, they did. They, 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 they actually did. Uh, if you don't that just title shot, it was already it was already overbooked past the title. Sh- I mean, before the title shot. Yeah, but that was it. That yeah. was the perfect ending. Nope. Yeah. So I, 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 I'll, I was like, what was I thinking? So I'll I'll double back to the to the edge stuff, but um, just quickly, I'll I'll go through the um, the 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 Wrestle Dream stuff, um. Claudio with uh uh the the Claudio and uh, Josh Barnett match 
which was the on um, the zero hour stuff. I did not see that, but I heard it was very good and very out of place because they did not know what to react. I mean, how to react to good wrestling. But not for nothing, I was sitting there going like, "Shit, this that that match could have actually been on the main the main card." But I don't think the 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 roster. I mean, uh, the audience would have appreciated it because it was a legit wrestling match. I thought it was it was a good shot. That's what I'm saying. They nobody talks about the good wrestling matches because I talked about this on my page. Did you see the Workhorse versus FTR? Yeah. How good was that match? Yeah, it, 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 it's especially the Workhorse. It's like. They're, they're, they're going to be an underrated yeah, tag team. J, JD threw me off. I didn't know JD was going to be that good. Yeah. They're going to be a, a... But we're talking about the flips that Orange Cassidy did. Right. With the Young Bucks <laughs> and Hook. Like, bro, what? Um, another, Nobody said anything about that match. Another match that was... Um, um, uh, uh, needed to be recognized well, well let me just go through it quick uh once it came to the main event well, the, the main um um the main card uh mjf versus uh the the righteous shout out to my boy dutch we've met dutch a couple of times for the show man he's a good people's man and um although it was like a throwaway kind of match i'm kind of i'm kind of on the 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 on the side of this MJF and Adam Cole shit is annoying the fuck out of me now. Thank you. Thank you, especially with the Roger Strong edition. Yeah, Bro, everything is about... This is for this shit is for Nickelodeon. No, and, and, and check this. I really think that this is a lot of projection. And now people will, be, will sit there and go, well, you know, you're not a psychologist or whatever. You're not a psychiatrist. But, you know, I work in the field. But at the same time, I'll go... A lot of this shit, when it comes to, and we've seen this, and you, we've always pointed out, you and I pointed out this whole um, storyline with, you're not my friend. We're not friends anymore. Why aren't we friends? I think projection-wise, <laughs> this is a Tony Khan kind of thing. Like, Tony Khan doesn't have friends. Like, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> So he bought him. Now it's making sense. No, but not only that, this is his this is <laughs> this is his story. So his story is that he's gone through life without having friends because of who he was. So when he does storylines, everything reflects listen, we did it with the Adam Cole and the uh, um excuse me, not Adam Cole, uh, um uh, um uh cowboy. We did it with Cowboy and the Elite. We've done it, it, there's so many stories in AEW. It was like you're not my friend, and we're not Santana friends. And Ortiz, hey, 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 we're not friends. You don't like me anymore. Why you're not my friend? And uh, everything's friends, and it it really reflects on possibly that Tony Khan is this weirdo that just doesn't have friends, and we see it. On the fucking TV now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be. I don't mean to be mean. I never but, really thought of it like that. But but I don't that mean to be mean so about it. Sense. But you think about it. Rich boy got <laughs> all this cash. You know, it, it's weird. He 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 he's kind of a he's kind of a, a, a introvert. 
and you know you you could kind of see him and he's showing it on TV on how so, um, oh wait 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 so are you trying to say he's been that excited around people all his life I I I kind of believe that he's that kind of like he he spoke about how he ran a wrestling promotion on the internet and it was his own and like uh, two people watched it exactly like what the fuck this is I can do that <laughs> exactly I can go start a league right now with with I can screen record wrestling revolution right now I must be a general manager. And he did it for years. So it's, I'm kind of, now that I say it, it's kind of sad that I'm saying this. Like, I really believe that this is a reflection of his real life. This whole, I don't have friends uh, or any friends that I have. They've burned me. And a lot of these stories that they've been doing for the past almost four years with this company has been revolving around friends and um why does Tony need a hug like what the fuck like seriously uh yes he needs a hug he gets those hugs or whatever he needs them. I could probably understand that uh Absolutely. why he's on cocaine and Adderall allegedly 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 Allegedly. Allegedly. So, um, yeah, so, uh, MJF, MJF, I, 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 once again, I, I don't like what they put him in this match with the Righteous. I thought the Righteous actually looked a little more better than, um, MJF did here. I, I thought that MJF with his promo and everything wasn't really that good. You know who should, you know who they really should have switched? What was that? Should have been the Righteous versus FTR. Okay, I don't I don't know how that it would have been. I was hoping could have had him storyline wise, but um, maybe um, the next one was uh, for me was You're talking the, about match quality wise, right, right, right. Uh, the Eddie Kingston and Shibata match, which I thought was fucking solid. I'm negative five stars. Really? That shit sucked. I thought it was solid. There's. The reason why I said it was I'm not I'm not saying it was a like it was fucking great. I thought it was solid and it was only because of the what you call it the um the the the, the sentiment, the moment of it of what was necessary for it. But um I, I didn't like this. Oh, the, the one thing the chopping the sitting yeah, there. I that was the issue that pissed me off. That I didn't like. But other than that, it's because you know what? You, you're kind of right because it's almost like saying that um, it's Eddie's Make a Wish. Give me my, give me my kind of match with my uh, my favorite wrestlers, and let's see if I happen. It's like it's 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 it, yeah, it's Eddie Kingston's Make a Wish. Yeah, I could get That's that. I'll saying he just wanted a match with Shibata, but yeah. Shibata is not going to give him a match. Eddie Kingston's not exactly the best wrestler, so I'm not saying he's bad, but he's not exactly carrying worthy. No, nah, on I, top of that. I get it. I I I, like, I I I I I can see what you're saying. But with, with, they kind of ruined Eddie Kingston. Um, like we like Eddie Kingston is supposed to be an underdog chasing type dude. He's holding two titles right now. Yeah, but the other thing is like like, like I said, it's what just, makes him special. What's what's making him special is that what they're supposed to be using him for, they're not using him with. But I think, like I said, it's just. Um, them doing a checklist with Eddie saying like, 
you know, Eddie wants to wrestle this guy because of this. Uh, uh, it's one of his idols or this shit like that. So, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I get that. I didn't think it was horrible, but yes, I'm that. I'm still in the same um, idea, like you said, a premise of the whole chop shit. The Chris Statlander and Julia Hart match. Okay. That was my favorite. Was it, though? Yes. Tell me why. Because it shocked the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Because I like Julia Hart. She does shit that somebody her size would do. She's not out here doing anything impossible. She's breaking bigger girls down. She, she does submissions. The, yeah, the, yeah, they're both a little green. They're not Chris Statlander. Chris Statlander is actually pretty good. But I like the match. I thought it was solid. And that moonsault was. I don't like the fact that it, she had to get dropped on her head twice with a tombstone. Like That was a bit much. But other than that, it was a good match. So you're basically, you're basically telling me that um, they're allowing Julia Hart to um, do a little bit more than she should be. With the with the, yeah, like I said, I didn't like the the fact that she got dropped on her. It took the two tombstones. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah, that, that, that was kind of, yeah, that was good. Yeah, I didn't, that, that was a little bit too much. But the match itself, I was, I was actually into. Uh, then we got the, um, the Young Bucks and the Lucha Bros. They and, won to absolutely no reaction. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, yo, nobody cares, bro. You know what? Who who you think should have won this match? The Gun Boys. Yeah, I said the same shit. Definitely the Gun Club. Yep, I said the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Because yep. who? What the fuck is Orange Cassidy and Hook gonna do? Right. Why do they keep killing Hook with these goofy ass tag teams? Right. That's what's pissing me off. Hook mm. should have been the damn damn near on Samoa Joe level. Right. some mojo levels by now. Looks a fucking joke right now. My my thought process was that you should have put that in the gun club's um pocket because um No, because we want to see FTR versus Young Bucks four so they can tie it up again. That didn't that didn't make and then we can have FTR versus Young Bucks five. That didn't make any sense to me none at all i i i that was the 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 what the fuck moment for me for that night honestly we didn't get the um uh hangman page versus swerve we talked about it a little bit but i i i would have said match yeah, of the night for I, like me. I said i really really enjoyed that match it was great it just, it just got ruined for me but for me um I thought that even if this match wasn't in Seattle, if they would have been somewhere else and this match was the same, I thought this match would still be still boot hangman. It's still, but it'd still be a great match because um, this this is this should be the launching pad for Swerve. Honestly, it should be. Uh, The next match, which was I call ridiculous. The next match, what I call the who gives a fuck match, was the Ricky Starks versus Willa Yuta card. And it's only because... Believe I, it or not, 
believe it or not. Uh oh, here we go. The quality of that match was not that bad. <laughs> it was not that bad. I just can't. And I t- hate Willard Uta. I just want to say, I can't take him. I can't stand him. I can't take him. I can't. Like, it was good. It's good until he just starts overpowering people. When he starts overpowering shit, that's when I'm like, oh, come on, bro. Look at him. No way. <laughs> no, that's when I stop looking. Like, he can do his stuff for a little bit. You can take so much. But then he becomes Brock Lesnar, and you're like, stop it. Just turn it <laughs> So, this is an interesting match I, I want to ask you about. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson. Um, Holy oh. fuck! I was entertained like a motherfucker. All right, so 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 so, let me hear your thoughts about this. I love wrestling. I love like technical matches when they make it look like not just transitions and the guys just sitting there and he just get an arm bar. I like it when they they actually look like they're struggling to get a hole instead of just trading holes. I, I love that shit because that's how a grappling match is. And that's exactly what, what we should have known that was going to happen. It's Zack Sabre Jr. and Daniel Bryan. <clears throat> Bryan, I'm sorry. Now. My joints ate just watching this match. Let me ask you. Before you go into all everything that you get to, but on the oversight, was this like, you know, the dream match that everybody said was the dream match? It was never going to, the hype that AEW put up on it, it was never going to hold up that. Because mm. it was, ne- it never was what they hyped it up to be. Yes, that's a dream match for a certain amount of people. Because bad but true, who the fuck is Sack Xavier Jr.? I mean, what else we know it, like if, you know, the 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 insiders supposedly, but uh, when it comes to dream matches that that uh, casual wrestling fans would know, they would know this, and I think that uh, it kind of got lost in that because when I was watching this match, there was elements of technical because they wanted to promote who's the best technical wrestler. Like when you look at the best technical wrestler in the history of wrestling, who would you think about? I always go with the hitman. I, I always go with that. And then Brian Dan- uh, Brian Danielson is there. See, but I'm young. I do go to Brian Dan- Daniel Bryan right. to be real. No, right. And um in Zach Saber Jr. and it's all a breakdown and then right now, um for the for for this generation, I'm looking at Pete Dunn and I'm mad that Pete Dunn doesn't get the fucking uh the 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 love that he should get um, for the- I, yeah, I actually I actually got it. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Pete Dunn might actually be the best one of this generation. Right. Because he doesn't dumb down his shit to entertain these dumb motherfuckers in the crowd. Don't want to see let me hit you, hit me shit. And I'll do the but whole... But Daniel Bryan has been so dumbed down since he's gotten to AEW. Yeah. With all the bullshit he does in that ring, it pisses me off. You know better. You've done better. And you, you just go play along. Why? And I, I... Why is he not taking leadership? And I would even say, like, uh, uh, like Tyler Bate... Um... Ilya Dragunov, like those guys are fucking tech guys. Like I, 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 I could always say that. Hell, um, British strong style. Yeah, you know, it, it's that's it's, that's wrestling. 
fuck Japanese strong style. <laughs> British strong style, that's wrestling. Hey, I'm glad I, I agree with you because the Japanese strong style is I to, in my opinion. Um, Bro, Japanese strong Japanese strong style is done. Neanderthal style. It's 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 over. It, I, I think it's done. I think it's done. So, and I think that it, that needs to be recognized that the um the the, the British strong style is the one that's getting over because it mixes it it mixes the tech and it mixes the 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 hard hitting type of shit that needs to be done. Like it, it, it's in any case, exactly. I, 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 we, we would get more Gunthers if that was the case. <laughs> exactly. But um, in this match, I think that um, we saw the counters. That was the real uh, highlight of the match. But I don't think it really showcased tech wrestling for me. I really don't. Especially the finish. The finish wasn't a tech finish. Oh, the finish was flat. Now you don't count. The finish was flat. Yeah. Didn't really, it didn't really make. But that's AW though. They always do these amazing ass moves in the ring. They, they do all this amazing ass shit that should have ended the match. Then they ended with something flat as fuck. I think it's, I think it's just their way of saying that, ooh, maybe we could see another match like this again. And it's like, uh, I don't think so. I think you took the air out of it, especially with that finish. But um, next up, we have uh, the Callis family. Uh, going against the uh, ish, ish, Jericho and uh, the Golden Elite. No, you know I I'm do. Should I care about this? I don't. I, you got to fill me in on this one. Uh, yeah. Um, I did, I don't even remember who wins. <laughs> I, I yeah, I didn't care about this garbage. Want to see this. And this is—it's just even the build-up is weird. Like it's the semi Guevara turning on Jericho. Um, okay. Um, Kota Bushi. Kota Bushi is not the Kota Bushi that we knew from a couple of years ago. He's coming in. He's like the Al Bundy of Japanese wrestling. Kota Bushi next to Konosuke Kateshka. I don't want to see that match. Yeah, exactly. It's like Takeshka is now like the new fucking I guess Abushi. He really is the new Abushi. I guess. That's just what it is. (laughs) Uh, Like I said, Abushi is now fucking the Al Bundy of wrestling. Like He just... He just doesn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> so I'm um Cody used to be in contention for the best in the world. The only people who care about this is like the real diehard Japanese fan base. And the one who looks really out of place in all this is Jericho. He looks really out of place in this shit. It just it's because he's really out of shape. But not only that, I think the storyline that they're trying to build with the whole Callus thing, I, I, it's it seems as though they just want to keep Callus and Jericho relevant to this. And um, I don't know why Callus is a thing since he's been on the mic. Well, he, he's there. He's there. Heyman. That's all it is. He's there. Heyman. How? That should be Taz. But. Taz doesn't want to With do that. Book. Taz doesn't want to do that. He's good. He's Why? A- you're wasting. You're losing so much fucking money. Uh, 
We didn't get the for, uh, for, like like. Do you even have a a good Don Cal- even from ECW a good Don Callis promo? Everything I've seen, the Jackal, whatever. When he had long hair, anything he sounds stagey. Right. He's lame. But you know, it's like I don't understand it. He is regardless of what people say about. I'm not worrying about them. I'm not monitoring them. I'm not looking at them. They're not looking at us. I'm not thinking about. Both companies are looking at each other. Next week shows that all that is happening because, hey, NXT, we're throwing everybody in a motherfucking mots on that show next week. Title Tuesday. John Cena. <laughs> Paul Heyman. Everybody, their mother's going to be on that show next week. So. <laughs> so. Um, WWE said we could two could play that game exactly. Like that's why, that's why they needed Edge's debut. Yeah, we're not worrying about that. Uh, Edge's first match is gonna happen next week. Exactly. Watch that's the quarter. The only thing that that might spark a little competition. Like who gives them? <laughs> and you don't. And you don't think that somebody is telling somebody else, yo, on the match card, the lineup, what is gonna be quarter hour, um, uh where that match is going to happen, you don't think that they're going to sit there and say um, Edge versus uh, Luchasaurus is at the time and mm, NXT is going to be like, bet, we're going to have something for that shit. Come on, of course. Oh, God. Once they figure out when Edge goes on, that's when Hangman comes out or some shit. (laughs) Uh, We get uh, FTR versus um Aussie Open and uh not for nothing. I don't care about this one either. You gotta fill me in. Um really good match. I, I thought that you know it's funny that I didn't really think that Aussie Open was the hype that they uh have been given from the fans for 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 um some time being. But um after a couple of matches and then especially this one, they're actually a really good um uh, tag team that needs to be watched. I, I there was a couple of spots really? that yeah. I got, I got, I got kind of, um, I got worried because I thought that there might have been some injury factors that got involved, especially with with um, uh, um, with Dax and such. But they they're they're actually a really solid tag team, man. And 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 um, I wouldn't have had been surprised if. They won the titles again this time around, or, or they won the, the tag titles here. I'm just like, are we really going to sit here and build up another fucking Young Bucks and FTR match? Yes, we are. That's what we want. We want best out of five. We didn't want just, just best out of three. Oh, no. Right. That's what it is. Go for the gold. Right. And finally, we get the um, Christian Cage. Where, and, and I thought it was cool that they actually made this a, the, the main event. Christian Cage versus, oh, I forgot. They had to do the debut. Uh, Christian Cage versus Darby Allen for the uh, TNT Championship. The match was good for me until Christian had to do the bullshit. And what was the bullshit? We got to expose the ring. Wait, say that again? I said the match was good for me until Christian 
had to do the bullshit, which was expose the ring. Man, I wanted that match to be good, especially after that first fall. It was so creative. I've never seen such a good roll up. But yeah. bro, why would you let them ruin this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bro, where do I begin? This was my. I was so. It was such a good match. No, oh, no, no, please. Let first everybody... off, it was it was so confusing, especially that that damn steel stairs spot. I'm still confused to this day because I don't get. I like it was like the first time he was he didn't want to do it, so he just told him to flip off his shoulders, and then he gave him a suplex on the stairs, on the stairs, or was it a brainbuster? Whichever one, <clears throat> cool. But then he just fucks it, just says fuck it, and kills Darby. Like just drops him dead on the steps. So I'm like, wait. What was the point of all this? Because we, we all knew you fucked up. Bad. You just had to do it anyway? Or was Darby like, no, no, you got to do it. I got to do this, man. The storytelling was perfect through the whole match. But, well, excuse me. Up to that time. Um, when he slapped him on the, on the steps... I was like, <laughs> "Fucking Darby's a nut," but I think, I think, <laughs> I, think Nar- I think Darby knows. <coughs> excuse me, I think he knows his longevity in wrestling. I think he, he he's gonna get it, but he's doing way too much and be allowed to do way entirely. Too much. Yeah, yeah, that's a bad spot. But at the same time. I could also say Girl, that, that but at the same time, I could say that um, Kevin Owens does the same shit. I can't, I, I'm, I can't, I, I can't even knock it. Always does the same kind of shit. It's just that WWE doesn't allow him to do that much. Darby does it like almost every week. They give um, Owens <laughs> like that um, pay per view kind of slot shit, but. Because like, well, we've seen him go. We've seen him flip through a tower of shares and like get slammed on some ladders the wrong way by Kevin Owens. I mean, by Sami Zayn. And it's always it's funny how it's always Sami. Right. So I think that um, that 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 time was um, it 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 it, it, it built up to the breakdown of the ring that. Uh, and uh, Christian did and shit, and then um, you get the another the, perfect finish that didn't finish the match. Well, does the Nick Wayne um, intervening make sense? Not that. Please don't. No, it doesn't. It makes it fucking predictable, typical shit. The second he came out, we knew what was going to happen. Right. We've been saying we actually started saying oh, Nick Wayne's about to betray Darby. Right. We were joking. Right. Nope. As soon as we saw, oh my god, you got to be fucking kidding. If anybody found that as a shocking twist, you need to stop watching. By the way, actually no, don't stop. But I don't because they that, those are the people they look for. But uh, a lot of shit. by the way, on Dynamite, did we get an excuse why Nick Wayne did that? Because Christians are better father figures. 
Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Christian can teach him how to win. He's tired of losing like Darby. Oh, okay. You know, Darby has to work hard. Christian's got what he wants whenever he needs. We can I, was, I was more open with the the Edge promo, uh, excuse me, Adam Copeland promo, where he explained that I came out because how can you go against Sting, who you idolize and how you put your poster up on the barbershop so you can get that haircut. I, I was more open to get that than to get the... That was nice. Yeah, yeah, I was, and that's what I said. That's a smart, smart move. But, and in any case, after um, we get the um, the finish, which was uh, um, uh, Christian Cage getting the win, and uh, Sting comes out after the Nick Wayne all that nonsense, and then Sting comes out, and by the way, uh. Is this going to be a thing to where Sting progressively moves out of the Darby Allen thing and Adam Copeland becomes the mentor now? Because Sting is um AARP status right now. Are we going <laughs> to... He can't be doing it for this long. That's a good point. I mean, I, I, would, I didn't think of that, but I, I would hope so because I'm sick of Super Sting. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's like I'm tired of him, bro. You're two on wanting the you're two on wanting tag team. You're, you're like damn near on your Undertaker in 1992. <laughs> like son, son, Betty worse, an American badass. Exactly, the whole alliance by yourself. Like who are who are y'all? It's <laughs> the guy that couldn't be Triple H though. So or Seth, like come on, bro. Yeah, so I'm um I. I'm still like perplexed about what that's about, but I, it just came to me that like, yeah, this probably be the transition in which um, Edge is able to work with Sting at least one time, and Sting could say, "I'm done. Let me put my fucking um, black and white boots in the ring and get it out," and then he could be the Darby Allen uh, mentor from here on out before we get the. Christian Cage because there's a three year supposedly a three year um, contract that's been signed with Edge so which makes him uh, 52 or 53 years old before he can exit out so um, but other than that oh we... no 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 <laughs> oh, I'm sorry I, I'm sorry I'm so sorry I got a notification and I saw title Tuesday God. Strickland versus Danielson? Oh. Why are you going to back down? I want to beat Swerve right now. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. You have, you have to say that again because it was muffled. Say it again. Why would you beat Swerve? You, you, they're, they're not going to have him beat Danielson. If um, Danielson's last Oh, bro, they're going to do the same thing they did to Ricky. Come on. Um, I hate AEW. That, why would they have that, that, that match, though? Why would they do that? I don't know. Yeah. I just saw, like I said, it just popped up. It is Strickland and Swerve. I mean, Swerve, Strickland and uh, Daniel, Brian Danielson. 
Which, by the way, shout out to my boy Prince Nana. Yo, his fucking dance is true. <laughs> oh, bro, I, I, I got to kill that on TikTok. I have to hit that. <laughs> That's my guy. Really good dude, man. Shout he, out to he started bro. something with that. Yeah, shout out to Nana, man. But um, yeah, and we 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 get um, we get Adam Copeland in uh, in AEW, and uh, like I said, it's just. I don't know, man. It's kind of weird, man. It's a, it's a weird thing that we have there, man. Uh, it is a weird feeling. It's like yeah. said, we've never seen Edge since 1998 <laughs> outside of WWE. <laughs> exactly. It's we've a, seen Christian, but never Edge. Um, just quickly, I don't I don't want to hold you up for ten long. I just want to go through the WWE um, No Mercy. What was your thoughts about um, a the um, the the, the uh, Becky Lynch and Trish um, um, uh, what, uh, Tiffany Stratus match. So, that that the uh, I thought oh, Tiffany Stratton. Say, yeah, Tiffany Stratton match. I thought that was. I, I have to solid. go back and I have to go back and watch because I did miss a couple matches. That match I didn't, I didn't was see that. fucking legit, man. I, I was good with that. Was it as good as as Becky and Trish? Um, uh, no, but. It's it's still up there to where like Becky goes out there, man. She fucking pull. Uh, she she puts in that work, man. And especially with the it, it's to to put in uh, uh, talent over and shit. It's it's legit shit. And um, even the um for the North American title with um at that time with for 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 Trick and um and uh, Dominic. It wasn't a bad match. It was actually it was straight for a little bit. Like I said, Trick got some work. He does, but I I think the way that they called it, I don't think it was a bad match, though. Oh no, I'm not saying it was a bad match. I'm yeah. saying he's he's got a he's just green to me. He's just not really all that entertaining for me. And please, Carmelo and um. And Dragonoff, oh my god. Oh. Oh my god. I can actually finally delete the first one. Because <laughs> the first one, I got mad, I got mad at the finish. Like, because yeah. now Mello only run because of the trick. Right. But now, I can delete that and I can put that back in the archive straight in there. Fucking no great match. That was, that was gold. Yeah. And I think that there's... um. It's gonna to be touch. Uh, it's gonna to be tough when it comes to um, what they want to do with certain talents. But for me, not everybody should just go to the main roster. I know. The, I know when it comes to main roster stuff, it's about big money kind of shit, and that's what the talent wants. But when you're able to pull off matches like that and you draw eyes to the product, she, I, I, I. I that match right there is one of the to me like top ten for the for twenty twenty three match of the year, man. I thought it was solid. Oh, you oh you best believe I can't wait for match of the year this year. Oh, it's gonna be a lot to argue. Yeah, but brother, I as always, a lot to argue for. Brother, as always, now I'm gotta 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 thank you for taking the topic. You gotta go. I know you got you got stuff to do today, but 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 thank you for checking in, man. Let oh, everybody know where we bring a child in. And next time I'm on TikTok. I'm I'm gonna be on the TikTok lives. We're gonna be doing this soon, so um, I'm gonna be checking oh, you really? in for that. Oh yeah, 
there now. Now they do it on the PC. Oh, that's that's my area. Oh, we're gonna be doing uh, um TikTok live soon. We're gonna be doing that shit. So I just want to make sure that you let um your peoples know that we're gonna be doing it there to have that conversation. So let everybody know where they can check in and where we can find you at. All right, you can get me at Reality of Wrestling on TikTok. I am that man that breaks down the reality of wrestling, and I don't give a fuck about all the bullshit that y'all like. <laughs> if it sucks, it sucks. Um, and then you can get me on YouTube at 2K in Politics, where we either play 2K, talk a little politics, or we just talk wrestling, like the top 10, I don't know, most underrated matches in WrestleMania. You know, break down why CM Punk got screwed out of AEW by the elite all types of stuff you know it's just fun go check it out all right my brother as always much love and now uh, everybody else thank you guys for checking in and we out of here check you guys later yes sir much love back five four three two one zero all engine running liftoff Tabloid.